Welcome to the Momentum Podcast. Our hope is to fill you with the light and life that are found in Jesus so you can shine in the world around you. A great next step if you'd like to grow in your faith is connecting to a community. We would love to help you connect at Momentum. For more information, visit MomentumSanDiego.com. Again, that's MomentumSanDiego.com. We hope you enjoy the message. Welcome to the Momentum Podcast. I'm here with Pastors Jeremy and Matt Allman. What's up? How you doing? Good. Okay, so um, this message or podcast is going to be a deeper dive into our final week of God's movement, my life. And so we're talking about blessing. But before we do that. Oh, we've got something special. Now, uh, this is a shout out to all the originals. OG, Everybody OG. who's been there since the beginning. Come on. Back in the days of the Step In, Step Up yeah. podcast. Boom, boom. Uh, a day, we, we hit a momentous day in the life of the cast. And, uh, and we hit 1,000 listens on the Momentum Podcast. That is 1,000 listens. 1K, baby! Yeah! Hold on, hold on, hold on. In all fairness, <coughs> in all fairness, there's probably way more than 1,000. We've had 1,000 downloads. Downloads! So if you listen Lord. to something more than once, Ooh. it counts for more. Yeah. 1,000 downloads. So thank you, Mary Lou Allman, for your support That's what through I like. the years. That's what I like. And, uh, and Aww, to celebrate this, we've got a special feature. We've got a Momentum Tumblr. We have these coffee tumblers. The Momentum logo on Ooh, them. They are beautiful. Spicy. Same Tumblr they're selling at REI right now or any place Tumblrs are available. REI went bankrupt, but that's uh, okay. Actually, uh, way better than a Yeti, so move over <laughs> Yeti. Uh, Momentum Tumblr with your name on it. If you see, uh, well, here's the deal. Just mention the Momentum Podcast on any form of social media and tag the respective Momentum account. And you will win a Tumblr. One of the anybody who tags. So you got to get in to to get in. You tag. Mention the Momentum Podcast on social media. Tag the Momentum account for that social media, and you'll be entered into a drawing for your very own Momentum Tumblr. Uh, so shout out to everybody uh, for 1,000 listens. I would especially like to shout out all of our listeners, and I swear to you, these are true locations where people have listened to this podcast. That's good. We have people in the United States, of course. We also have listeners in South Korea, yes. what? Italy, oh heck yeah, and the Netherlands. Now that might be one person who goes to Momentum and who went on like an epic world tour. Yes, but I don't know that, so yeah, I'm going yeah. to assume that we have <laughs> listeners in South Korea, Italy, and the Netherlands. Gosh, yeah. that's really cool. International. Are we allowed to see like who guys. it is, like who the person is? I can just see like the location of. So where you can't they see listen, like. So, yeah. Oh yeah. dang. Okay. That's if you'd cool. like to identify yourself, please do. Okay, so wait, just to clarify. Just so everybody knows, the 1K thing, the Tumblr, they yes. have to do what again? Just so they hear it. One go, more on time. Facebook, go on Facebook. Go on Facebook. Go on Instagram. Say, hey, I love the Momentum Podcast. And tag, tag us. Yeah, tag, tag Momentum, Momentum San, San Diego. Diego. Say it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Okay, so before we get started into the real stuff, we're going to talk about something really important here. We got a hot take. Are you guys ready for this? I got hot takes Hot take. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Chula Vista Hangs, like where to eat, mm-hmm. when to eat it what's up, what's mm-hmm. new, where are you going, okay? The only thing you can't include, because we already know it's the best place ever, is Hungry Hanks, okay? Praise. We can't, okay. We, that's like, if we do that, we throw that in here, it's it's not gonna be great, okay? Because yeah. that's already the standard. That's okay. the standard, that old standard. But I'm gonna ask you guys some questions about food, hot takes, Chula Vista, and then you guys are gonna give me your opinion. Okay, would you rather, late at night, you have to go get a snack. You go in a Circle K, you go in a 7-Eleven. Okay. 
So since Hungry <laughs> Hanks is already closed, and I can't go to Hungry Hanks. You can't Hanks, go to Hungry Hanks. I'm going to go to 7-Eleven because I like 7-Eleven slushies. Heck yes! What flavor? Uh, the wild cherry. Honestly... Ooh. Yes. Uh, or what's the, like, what's the, what's the, is it blue raspberry, but it's not blue raspberry. No, it's don't do blue. Else. This is what you do, Jeremy. You get that wild cherry. You yes. put a little bit of that Coca-Cola, another wild cherry, <laughs> another Coca-Cola. You get them hot Cheetos. Look, I'm gonna give you a hot tip right here. Hot take. Hot Cheetos and nacho cheese. Look, don't tell me I didn't oh give you a blessing. Gosh. That's a blessing. Do you know what one of the best days of the year is? Which one? July 11th. Why? Because that's 7-Eleven and they always give you free Ices on 7-Eleven. Absolutely. Gosh, I missed that. Where are you going? Circle K or 7? Which gas station? Wait, for a snack. Late night, late night Chula snack. Where are you going? I'm going to West Chula, close to the border of Imperial Beach, because right over there, the <laughs> so 7-Elevens have Mexican hot chocolate. Yes! You're not getting a Mexican hot chocolate in Dude, East I Lake. love this. You're not getting a 7-Eleven in East Lake, first of all. Come or on. Ranch, or off of Birch. So I'm sir, in that yes, direction, sir. and it's the Mexican hot chocolate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. West Chula's got all the Mexican candy, too, at them seven, Crazy. so that's what we're about. Okay, it's a Saturday night. You're getting food for the family. You hitting up Lolita's or Burros and Fries? Okay, so once again, since we can't do Hungry Hanks. Can't do Hungry yeah, Hanks. Yeah, no it's hungry a gold Hanks. standard. Okay. Yes. It's like throwing it's LeBron in. the restaurants. It's not. Yeah. We're not and doing my choices that. are Burros and Fries or Lolita's? Lolita's. Oh, I'm doing Lolita's. What are you getting? Uh, let's see. That's a great question because I get a couple different things. So if I'm just like in the desire to have no care about health whatsoever, <laughs> I'm getting the tsunami fries. Ooh. Or no, the chips, the chips, tsunami chips. Tsunami okay. chips. Okay. And okay. yeah, the shrimp, the carne. Is asada, that for the whole fam? The... It's going around the well, table. I mean, it's big enough that you could do the. Come whole on, fam. okay, Lolita's. Uh, if not that, I'm definitely doing the chicken enchiladas. Yum. So good, Pastor Matt. Oh, Lolo's. With the carne asada fries, no cheese, add guac, sour cream on the side. Got it. Yep. All right. Last question. Sunday night. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Whoa. What? Lolitas or burros and fries? Oh, okay. I'm going to be different here. I'm going to say burros and fries. Here's why. And okay. Why? Here's why. Because they have these little tacos, okay, that are actually like really, really good. I think like Lolita's has tacos that yeah. are pretty good, mm-hmm. but burros and fries, they're cheaper and they taste Roll better. tacos? No, like tacos, like street tacos. They have mini street Let tacos. Let me just go on record and say I'm not about Lolita's prices right now. I'm not either. And burros and fries, their street tacos are worth the price. Yeah. Bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. last one. Sunday night, you're going after, or Sunday evening church thing, okay? You going to Chili's? <laughs> <laughs> Cadillac. Are you Cadillac going to Dinah. Chili's? Or are you going to Denny's? Oh, this is oh. so easy. This is so easy. So once again, Hungry Hanks is not. Hungry Hanks is not an option right now. I'm going it's to Chili's, good. and if Chili's is closed, I'm just sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> Before I would go yeah, to Denny's. Yeah, absolutely. Really? So if, if Chili's isn't open, I'm just gonna go for a nice walk. No. Yeah. Okay. If you go to Chili's, what do you get? Real quick, appetizer and meal. What are you getting? Chips and boneless buffalo wings. Chips. Are- uh, honey chipotle crispers or Ooh. the ribs. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, chips and guac. Wait, that's your app? Wait, rack, what? You guys warm up with a rack of ribs. <laughs> okay, got yeah, it. All right, that's absolutely. cool. All right, that's You're, good. All well, right. I, I'm afraid to ask this, but Chili's or Denny's. Okay, if, if it's Sunday after church, like right after church, Chili's, obviously. But if it's like Sunday late night, like we just got done a young adult group. Okay. By the way, if you haven't gone to a young adult group, you need to hit it up. Yeah. 
I would go to Denny's because it stays open later than Chili's does. Yeah, I'd like to tell everyone this is Hannah Macias' last podcast with us. Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, you get the little Denny's. like those little puppies, those little strawberry puppy like pancake I have no things. Idea what you're talking oh, about, it's so okay. Hot whatever. tip on Denny's, free refills and the hot chocolate. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about some questions that people are probably having after listening to your awesome message this Sunday. Okay. So we started talking about navigating success, right? Okay. So Pastor Matt, you're up first. Why do you think that this has been such a missed point in many church cultures? Why why have people shied away from this? Why? I'm going to say two things. One... I had an eye opener this week because you helped me get ready for the message. And I said, this is so, this was so helpful to me. We spoke first and I said, Hey, I need songs that reflect this in Christianity. Mm -hmm. I need books that reflect this, this, um, this fear of victory or this, um, this reluctance to just lay hold of the blessings. Yeah. You go, um, Hey man, in a lot of my circles, we don't have that problem. And my eyes were opened in that moment to the fact that this is a very, I mean, not not necessarily, evangelical isn't the right word, but I'd say it is a very modern Christian church, mm-hmm. independent church situation mm-hmm. to not lay hold of this. Mm. And, and so I'd go, okay, within that circle, what is going on and why are people afraid of stepping into the blessings of God, God and preaching yeah. the blessings of God and, and even claiming those things for themselves? That's good. And... I go back again to times when we've seen this abused. So, so the there is there's been a reaction to what I don't know what you call it the health and wealth movement. Mm-hmm. That's good. The the get Prosperity your faith gospel. right yeah. and then God will bless you. Yeah. When there's blessings, you know God is around. Yeah. When there's not blessings, you must be sinning. Period. And those are your, that's your only framework for relating to God. And that is, of course, problematic because we live in a broken world where suffering that's happens. Yeah. We live in a world where God disciplines those he loves. And, and there's plenty of times when the pain you experience could be God saving you from further pain that would be greater, even more destructive mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. But I think people have looked at that, watched that, and then been afraid to repeat that because of some of the letdown that it's caused with people. Okay. All right, I want you to unpack something for me. So you talked about how when we say, okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. How that's really damaging to a heart and that it gets in the way of the blessing and success that God wants to bring us. Can you break that down for me? Yeah, absolutely. We stole a sports metaphor where you'd watch whoever it is, whatever it is, whatever sport is your choice, and you'll watch some athlete achieve something great achieve something um, who's Jeremy who's the young lady who just set the college basketball 2,000 points 1,000 assists 1,000 oh I, yeah her name is what gone, uh, yeah absolutely. gone at the moment let's take her for example uh that that um poor girl she won she did something that no other girl no college athlete has ever done and what are they asking her so what's next and what's next is problematic because it minimizes what just happened hmm. what next What's next is problematic because it shifts your focus um, away from just how far God has brought you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Okay, so we talked a lot about blessing. You just mentioned that, how we're not always that great as a culture receiving blessing in the church, right? Okay, so 
what what's the big issue with that why is this what's the problematic issue with a christian who doesn't know how to receive blessing jeremy you're up first oh my gosh there's so many different things uh so just off the top of my head if you don't know how to receive blessing you're always going to treat it suspiciously and squander its opportunity like so if you're like well a blessing Ooh, that's good if a blessing comes my way but i really don't deserve this or there must be something like you know You'll either treat it as wow. evil or you'll treat it as something you don't deserve. Wow. And so you'll start to view it with suspicious. Like we have, people who don't understand blessing might say that I understand God loves me, but they don't know how to live God loves me. Uh -huh. Yeah. So like if, Ooh, if God loves that's you, good. if God is a good father who wants to share, share, share things with his kids, mm -hmm. then when we receive blessings, it's a good dad doing something for us. And if you can't accept that, it, it's a problem in the relationship. Uh, the other thing is you might do something with it where you're like, okay, I, I can't hold this. I can't do anything with this. I don't deserve this. And so you just cast it aside versus saying, okay, well, what could I do with this? Mm -hmm. Like God has given me a blessing of blank. How can I use that to, like, so let me just give you a practical example. Um, we have a spare bedroom and bathroom in our house. Now I could say, oh my gosh, I can't live in a house where I have an extra room that's so... That's so, you know, like Lavish. There's, there's, there's people who don't have anything right, at all. Right, right. I need to downsize. Or I could say, God has given us this. How can we use this to help others? Mm. And since we've since we've lived in that house, I think we've had five different people mm -hmm. stay for like at least a month or two or three wow. or something like that. That's awesome. Like, you know, like they're like they're in between apartments. Right. They're looking for a house or something like that. It's like, okay, God's blessed us with this. I get to use it. But if mm. you're constantly throwing the blessings away and saying, I can't have them, I don't want them, or I don't understand them. Mm -hmm. You don't get to help anybody else with it. What would you say, Matt? Man, I turn towards the heart of the believer who does not know how to navigate blessing or who may even think there's blessings out there, but they are not for a person like me. Mm -hmm. As a pastor, I instantly want to clear my schedule, go get coffee, and say, tell me about that. Wow. And I want to know what's in that heart because the word that comes to mind is worthy. Mm -hmm. And you have usually you, you might have somebody on your hands who does not feel worthy of those blessings. Right. For whatever reason, you know, they were a child who never received care mm, yeah. or nurturing that they deserved. They had something traumatic happen to them that just left a stain on their identity and they don't feel worthy. And that's a big problem for me um, because it would show me, it would show me that person has not yet tasted just how rich and deep and wide the, the love of Christ is as mm -hmm. it's expressed on the cross. That's good. Okay, so I kinda wanna, I wanna go into this a little further. This is what we just talked about, okay? Mm -hmm. Let me paint a picture for you. This is working, this is off script, but I want you guys to give me, like help me work this question out, okay? Absolutely, yeah. So I'm thinking about, Jeremy, I'm thinking about someone like Alicia who is growing up in a generation where it is much easier for them to understand the idea of blessing because they're all about self-love, self-care, doing things for yourself. Like that is a part of Alicia's yeah. development. She's gonna grow yeah. up and ha really honestly, this person that you just <clears throat> talked about is gonna be a lot more rare in this upcoming age because people are, it's like, that's what we're ingrained now is like, you should care about yourself. Cut off all people who are even like looking at you wrong. Like it is all about you. And so where's the balance in this tension? Like, I'll find myself right in the middle of this, okay? Because I grew up kind of with this, like, you know, you only get blessed to give away. And it was like, it almost like, 
it like passed through my hand and I didn't even get a moment to like hold on to the blessing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Whereas this other generation seems like, oh no, this blessing is for me. And they have less of a problem accepting good things because it's like, oh yeah, like I am worthy. I am worth this. So where's the middle ground? Where can you be a healthy Christian and being able to have these open hands? Like you said, I got an empty room. It is for other people, but not get to the point where it's like everything is always about other people and there's nothing that's just for me. I'm not allowed to receive blessing just for myself. What's the balance in between this? All right. I don't know if this directly answers your question, but here's the first thing that came to mind. I actually think the generation that exists and is coming up has as big a problem with it as any previous generation. Wow. But it just manifests itself differently. Okay. Like, if you make life all about you, you're still not blessed. That's good. In fact, you're actually suffering probably worse. Wow, that's good. And so the reason that we see so many people in the current generation, like, try to hold on so desperately to, no, this is this is my beach vacation. This is my, like, this is right. this is for me. It's because they don't have true meaning and presence of Christ in their life. Therefore, they're desperately trying to find it in these other things. That's, wow. Whereas, yeah. so when we talk about blessing, like, Blessing is just not the material things that God has given us. Blessing is the presence of Christ in our life, mm-hmm. the relationship with God. And from that, good things do happen, that which mm-hmm. we can take pleasure in. And so I would say, like, yeah, in, in, in a generation that had grown up in poverty, mm-hmm. they have the outlook, there's nothing good for me. Ex- in exactly, a generation yeah. that grows up in wealth and excess, they're like, well, everything's it is for me. But they're both still miserable because they both don't have Jesus. So I would say in a generation that's like claiming everything for themselves and say, no, this is all about me. I'd say, okay, you still got to fundamentally introduce them to Jesus and finding their identity, security, and purpose in him. Mm-hmm. And that will be, that's like, that's step one always. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that directly answers No, that's good. Or, yeah. Okay. So it's like a little bit of both. You have to have a balance of knowing that this isn't all about me, but that also like I am worth receiving this as well. Like it's like kind of like a two-way street when it comes yeah, to Because what blessing. you're really talking about here is in some sense, and, you, and it's kind of funny because you and I have been talking about this like off, off podcast right. a lot. It's just emotional health. That's good. Like yeah. if, you, if you don't know how to experience the love of God, you're not going to know how to handle blessings and you're not going to know that's how to handle it. hardship. Yeah. So either, good. either, either side of the coin, you won't be able to handle, handle it. it. That's good. So how would you, how would you tell a person who's like really wanting to recognize the parts of their life that are a blessing from God? Like, what would you tell them? Hey, this is how you start seeing this. And then how would you tell them, you know, this is how you respond when you begin to see the blessings of God in your life. All right, I've got one, and then I'll turn it over to Matt for, for more wisdom. I would always tell people, start practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to start seeing blessings in your life mm-hmm. and being able to That's recognize good. them. Like, just literally, in the morning, or like when, when you're doing whatever time of prayer you do, right? just say, hey, God, here are the things I'm thankful for today. And just start listing them out. And then just make, make it a contest to see how, I mean, this is me personally, but like, how many things can I actually write down? How many things can I actually say out loud that I'm grateful for? Yeah. And then you start to realize, okay, how much God has given you. That's good. And so then you start, okay, you, you do that for a week or two, and you're going to start noticing other blessings. And you're like, you're just basically training your mind to recognize and see. That's one thing I'd say, Matt, what would you throw in there? What's the question again? How would you tell someone to begin recognizing their parts of their life that is a blessing from God? Yeah. How would you tell them? Without going back over it too much, it's it's often in looking back that you see just how far you've come. Mm-hmm. I think most of us can look back. You know, I look at now and I'm in, I've got all these goals and things I wish I had and a person I wish I was and things I wish I could do. But man, uh, my faith goes back to a conversation with a guy who said, 
give me one year. Give Jesus one year. And if he doesn't do more in that year than you could have ever hoped for, walk away. And I did that for a year. And he did give me more than I could have ever imagined. Hmm. Um, And... And then I do, I, I'm still, that was like 16, 18 years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm still walking in that. And so when I look back at who I was and what I had and where I came from and the opportunities that were open to me that long ago, and I look at who I am and what I have and where I'm at and what's available to me now, oh my gosh, there's so much to celebrate. Mm. But then I want to just talk like on actively because that's good okay you can be grateful you can look back and you will see that you have a lot to be thankful for mm-hmm. but i want to talk about the what do you how do you know what god's doing in your life now what is being blessed by him because that's really how you can respond to god's movement in your life mm-hmm. and do something about it and i go look at the places in your life where you put in one and you get back 10 mm-hmm. and there's just something about multiplication and the way and will of God. We see Jesus tell parables about multiplication. Yeah. You look back through Old Testament scriptures and you see people's efforts and their heart and their crops and their uh, what's been given to them multiply. And so when I'm looking at where are the places right now that I know for a fact I'm blessed, that my church is blessed, and that I need to turn around and be responsible with those things, I quickly turn to what has God multiplying that he's already given me? Wow, that's great. What are the right ways to give back the blessings you feel that God has given you? I'm, I'm starting with a posture of the heart first. I was in Joel 2 this morning. Is Joel 2 the famous, like, I'll repay back the years the locusts ate? It's in Joel. I want to say it's Joel it 2. So. And it's this incredible, because I think, if I'm not an Old Testament theologian, but I think in Joel 2, half of what he's describing literally applies to the Israelite people right then and there. And the other half is what's available to the people of God through Christ. Mm-hmm. Both cases, he says, all of this blessing is coming your way, and then you will know that I am the Lord. And I think, I take that, and I, he didn't say, so give this much of your crops to these people open your home on Wednesdays and do this (laughs) but he goes I will be blessing and then you'll know that I'm the Lord and I think the beginning for handling blessing and stewarding it responsibly is knowing it's from God and not you it's from God and not you it's not of self effort Mm -hmm. it is of grace and I'm going to sit right in that place first before I get practical all right, let's rephrase. Say the question again so I make sure I answer it correctly. What are the right ways to give back the blessings you feel God has given you? To give them back. Um, that's a great question. So going back to, to kind of some of the stuff Matt preached about, when we recognize that the blessings are not just for us, but they're for the people around us. Like, I'll, let me just tell a story. On a birthday, you get somebody a birthday cake. Mm. The birthday person does not eat the whole cake by themselves. That would look really weird if you're at an office party and it was Joe's birthday and everyone sings happy birthday and then Joe just proceeds to eat the whole birthday cake himself in front of everyone. Like, you'd be like, <laughs> Joe, that's a little weird, buddy. Right. Okay. In the same way, like you understand, a birthday cake, even though it's celebrating Joe, it's something that everyone gets to participate wow, in. it's mm-hmm. a great okay. analogy. Yeah. So in the same way, God has given us things. And so it's like, it's just more fun 
to share it with others it's like like it's more it's more life-giving to share it with others and say hey like god has given me this and i like it better when other Mm. people are participating and so whatever the particular blessing or gift is it's like it's not like you need to do this because that's the right thing to do it's not no this is what life is when it's full and abundant and it looks great Mm -hmm. it's it's participating with others and so i mean obviously that's going to play out differently in every person's unique individual circumstances but like sharing it with other people will make it more real and tangible that's mm-hmm. great does that make sense that totally makes okay. sense yeah i'm gonna add that same an expression of that and it's just to it's to reach back and pull people who were where you were up to where you are i love that i mean think of that's jesus great. walking the disciples you know the few disciples up to the mount of transfiguration mm-hmm. he was given special privilege but he didn't just hoard that to himself. That could have just been a story of Jesus Absolutely. up there, but he chose to bring people with him to those special moments. And that's what I, I think is is very applicable for us because you know, if you're uh, you know, if you're serving in the navy, you're working in the marketplace, you're in education, there's always somebody around you who's just a little bit behind you. Wow. And in every single one of those fields, there is privilege and how do I describe it? In every single one of those fields, you have permission hmm. to reach back and help people get to where you were. And so I think great leaders and, and a great way to steward blessing is to reach back and help others love. That's great. Do you guys have anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Um, thank you to all of the listeners who've been on this. Like, yes and amen. We don't, we don't do these deep dives for every series. Hallelujah. And I don't know when we'll do one again. So thanks so much for everyone who's, yeah, just been sticking around absolutely for the ride for the team listening tagging. great well that's it all right peace everybody thanks mom subscribe bye thanks again for listening be sure to check out our youtube channel subscribe to the podcast and download the momentum app from your app store see you next week